Welcome to the Bet with Chet podcast. We're here for week 11 in the National Football League alongside the normals that are always talking NFL football with me, talking about NFL betting against the spread. If this is your first time joining us, we pick five games, each of us of our choosing, with one best bet included in those five, along with the teaser play. The teaser play does not go towards how many units were up and down during the year. We just thought since teasers are so popular this year that we throw it in as a bonus. But, um, guys, it was a really rough week for one of us. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, before we get into that, these weeks happen, right? You got to ride the highs and the lows. Um, Alex, let's go to you first. Uh, tell, us about, <laughs> tell us about your picks and um, – what I guess you, the question is what what did you what did you learn from week ten and uh, how is this going to change your handicapping if at all moving forward? I definitely got into a like I was thinking of this some about halfway through Sunday where I thought you know I've probably been depending on the yo yo a little bit too much of a season where like well this team played bad last week they'll play well this week they played bad good last week okay I come down this week. And I feel like I've almost created narratives for myself when I'm picking these games. Like, it's almost, oh, they played good last week. I'll bet against them this week. Um, to say that didn't work out would be an understatement as I uh, lost all my games, you know, finished down a million units. Um, what, what was I down last week? Can be seven? Last week you were down seven, yes. Down seven. So seven, down seven. Yeah. So, you know, not ideal. Not a, But listen. Easy, easy choice for the listeners to fade me, and I, I got some good fades this week. It's a but good uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want. Let's not bury the lead. I'm up a big unit. You know, I picked up a fiance this week, Chetty, and that's really all we should be focusing on here. You know, we that is be focused on gambling. Very, very true. We have to put everything in perspective. You have your priorities straight. That's that's the main thing. Congratulations right. to that. That's it's a big well, deal. She took the biggest gamble of all this week, and she lost. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you got you got to fade that. Bet. Good lord! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, she just, got a good one. Ah, uh, look at Aunt Campbell getting all nice. Can't, we love good can't, Campbell. Can't, yeah, you know, I don't know why. I don't know why Camby uh, texted Steph after it happened and said, "Oh my God, you took the under." I don't know what he meant by that, but I, I can't imagine. <laughs> <if that's anything. laughs> oh man, well. You know, do you want to go into any specifics of your plays or you just want to kind of have a generalization that we can move on? to? Brian? I mean, no, I mean, I, I, uh, my, I mean, my best bet of the week was the Rams and the Rams were awful. I mean, the Rams played their worst game of the year. The Niners played great. I mean, they, they played, you know, their best game, not just this year, but I think probably in a year and a half. I mean, it's been a long time since we've seen the Niners play that well. Um, you know, and really, even if you look at the Cowboy, um, you know, the, the Cowboy-Falcon game, you know, it's just, you know, these really good teams, it's a little bit longer of a season, and I think you're seeing these really good teams just have these terrible games. You know, like the Cowboys went right back to being world beaters, but you don't necessarily know when the dud is coming. Because I think some of it was the Niners, but some of it was the Rams. I mean, Cooper Cup is dropping passes. That doesn't happen, so – you know, I mentioned just... it last week that the Niners Niners have had the Rams number as of late, and I I mean, I just saw uh, earlier today that McVay is zero and six against Shanahan. I mean, wow, Shanahan Shanahan's got his number. 
Well, hey, and that's uh, we all saw how we all saw how you know, big Debo Samuel texted me before the bet last week. <laughs> yeah, we all know how crucial Debo Samuel and uh, George Kittle uh, is to the 49ers offense. They they had a really really embarrassing loss the week before as well. So you got to think they were in somewhat of a desperation mode uh, with their slim playoff well, hopes on the line. You, can I ask you a question, Chetty? Sure. Do you, did la, did Monday's game, because I've been going back and forth on this, did Monday's game make you change your mind about how far the Rams could go on the whole? Like, do you still think they're a top two or three NFC team, or do you think now, like, you know what, maybe they peaked early? I, I do think they did peak early. Um, not much has changed with the Rams. I'm more concerned about Matthew Stafford in, in you know, as, as a player, not so much as a team. I just think, you know, Stafford's going to be the guy that, that determines how far the Rams go in the playoffs. You know, they're, they're still going to make the playoffs. Um, I still think when you get in the playoffs with a good coaching staff and a really good head coach, you're always going to have a chance. Uh, so did I downgrade them a little bit? Yeah. Would I have downgraded them a little bit more if, if the Niners had won last week, would I downgrade the Rams more? Absolutely. But the, the Niners, and you're talking about a divisional game, so these teams know each other pretty well. Mm-hmm. Campbell talked about how McVay has really been had by Kyle Shanahan, never never beat him in, the, in his entire history in the league. And the Niners were in a desperation mode as well. So uh, that, that was a tough spot for the Rams, even coming off of that, that blowout loss of the Titans. So... Uh, it does say a lot about them because you look at teams like Buffalo and Dallas where they were coming off embarrassing losses and they, and they bounce back, albeit, you know, against the jets and the Falcons, right? Less, lesser competition. Uh, So there's something to be said there, but you want to think that those elite teams, and I'm not saying Buffalo and Dallas are both elite. There's still a lot of football to be played. You would think those elite teams would bounce back regardless of, of uh, uh, the level of competition the next week. So, and They're going to be – yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I think what you're starting to see is uh, the past couple of years, the NFL has been taking a turn towards spread offenses, and defenses are finally starting to catch up, and you're seeing the teams that are one-dimensional are now the teams that are getting exposed. Um, Good point. Team, you need to have that balance. You need to have that run game to be able to open up the passing game. You need to have a passing game to be able to open up the holes for your running back to hit and develop close to a 50-50 balance. Um, you need to keep defenses on their toes. And you're seeing defenses just teeing off on these teams like Buffalo and the Rams and the Chiefs. Even and Arizona, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, defenses are starting to catch up to this spread offensive game now. And um, you're going to see in the playoffs that it's going to be running game and defenses that are going to carry these teams to the Super Bowl this year. Good point. Uh, Campbell, let's go to you. Uh, you're up plus three units on the, on the year. Is that correct? Is it plus three, plus four? Uh, I was plus three for the week, plus two overall for the year. So okay. we're in the positive. Um, I mean, it's a little, it's a little misleading. Uh, as I mentioned last week, uh, uh, now five weeks we've been doing this show. Uh, four out of the five weeks, I haven't had a losing week. It's just the one week I went 0-5, down, down nine units that week. That kind of put me in a giant hole. Um, so looking back at my picks this week, 
we had best bet Philadelphia Eagles um, getting three points. Um, I mean, that game, I didn't feel like was in jeopardy at any time. Philadelphia had Denver's number the whole game, pretty much. I mean, previous week, Denver played their Super Bowl, as we mentioned, and Philadelphia just came out and put it on them. Uh, I also had New England uh, minus two against Cleveland for two units. I mean, New England out of nowhere putting a beat down on Cleveland. Um, I know Baker's looking very injured right now, but holding them to, what, seven points on the game? Yep, and they went up 7 nothing. so New England scored okay. 45 straight points. So, I mean, that's something that I wasn't expecting um, to be that big of a blowout. I was expecting a closer game that New England still won, but it's nice when you don't have to sweat these games. You could go into halftime kind of coasting. Uh, and then Kansas City was my other win, um, another blowout against the Raiders on uh, Sunday night. Uh, my loss, Indianapolis. I had for unit lane 10 up 17, nothing on the Jaguars. Just let them keep crawling back into the game. And then Seattle against the Packers. I was kind of hoping that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to play. And Russell Wilson looked like he still was rusty coming off from his injury. Um, obviously I was on the wrong side of that one, but overall for the week plus three, I'll take a winning week any day of the week. Absolutely. You'll take those any day of the week. Absolutely. And uh, none of our teasers hit, which was a shame. Baltimore was tied into two of those. And then uh, Alex with Tampa and Cleveland, just those two games. uh, Not a lot of people expected Tampa to lose outright to Washington and and Cleveland. Uh, Nobody saw that coming. I thought that would be a competitive game. Looking at the points part of that game, I think Pat's close as a two and a half point favorite, something like that. You know, Vegas is pretty much telling you that they thought that those two teams were close to being equal, and that doesn't seem to be the case. Although, you know, Cleveland was coming off a big road divisional win against Cincinnati, and then the Pats obviously were coming off a win against Carolina coming back home. So that was a little bit of a tough spot for Cleveland, but, you know, the Pats have something to say in the AFC East. I don't think this division is locked up by any means with uh, New England at 6-4 and and Buffalo – at six and three, is that correct? Uh, I believe so. Yes. So uh, that'll be interesting to see because I don't think the Patriots and the Bills have played yet so far. No, they still got two games coming ahead. That'll that'll be really really interesting. Um, going to my plays, I was up four units for the week, which was much needed. <laughs> uh, I'm down six units on the year, I believe. Uh, I'll just go over my plays. Uh, Baltimore was the best bet. I think I'm 0 for 6 on best bets this year. So uh, whenever I say best bet, listen closely and go the other way. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think I'm just done with Thursday games. Uh, they're so unpredictable. Uh, that was evident by Baltimore, a playoff team, losing outright to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I, I think if Jacoby Brissett doesn't get hurt, I think the Ravens win that game. I don't know if they cover, but I think a lot of the teasers that we had possibly would have hit but uh you know what i mean so just some unexpected things that happened in that game caused uh an outright underdog win for the dolphins um so that was a loss of two units but nice bounce back for dallas that was only a unit on that uh that they showed showed me a lot by really really putting a number on the falcons uh saints you know that'll 
they put up a really, really good effort, lost the game, but got the cover with that. Uh, it was a backdoor cover, but uh, honestly, the Saints probably should have won that game based on that horrible pass interference call and some other questionable calls in that game. So uh, Saints put up a really, really good effort, but came up short. Uh, so I might be fading them this week, but we'll see. And then uh, Carolina, I mean, I don't think anybody expected Carolina to win outright. But um, I got him at ten and a half, but then it closed. I think at about, I think it closed at seven. But I mean, you're going to lay that many points with Colt McCoy? I don't think so. And I didn't even know Cam Newton was going to be, you know, a vital part of that game plan. But he was obviously. So that was nice to get Carolina. And then I was with Philly, like uh, Campbell, put two units on that. Uh, a lot of balls bounced the Eagles' way in that game with that with that forced fumble return for a touchdown. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, <laughs> that was embarrassing. I'm trying to remember who that reminded me of. There was another play, maybe ten, Cam twenty Newton years in the ago. Super Bowl. Yeah, that. Yes, there you go. Yeah, where that. Yeah, that's unacceptable. So, um, all, up four units for the week. Uh, teaser didn't hit because of Baltimore. Thank you very much. And uh, this week, uh, let's go to week eleven. Uh, not that juicy like week ten was for me, at least. Uh, some weird point spreads this week, a lot of short lines. Uh, guys, before we get into our plays, do you have any general thoughts for this week just looking at the point spreads? Uh, I hate this week. I yeah. am not very confident with many of the games. There's a couple games that I do like, but for, for the most part, I, mean, I just struggled trying to get five games out of this one. Um, yeah, there's, one game that, there's one game that I do have, I'm going to talk about later, that the line just didn't make sense to me um, in the Cleveland-Detroit game. But I'll get into that later when we're going over our picks. Okay. Well, why don't we start with you, Campbell? Let, let's hear that first pick. All right, uh, so let's, yeah. let's go right into that. Um, I mean, Cleveland-Detroit. Cleveland opening line, Cleveland line 10. And then they go and lay that giant dud against New England. Baker Mayfield, questionable on whether he's even going to be playing. And then Detroit, I mean, valiant efforts still didn't get the win, but they got the tie against Pittsburgh, and the line moves to 11 and a half. Uh, I didn't see the line moving in that direction after those two performances last week. Um, again, I don't, I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to play, and even if he does, he's so banged up. I think Detroit is playing tough. And I think 11 and a half points is going to be well within the reach of what Detroit can keep within. So I'm going to go Detroit one unit for plus 11 and a half uh, at Cleveland. I love when we go head to head because that's exactly the case this week. I'm going to take this before you, Alex. I'm going to let's let's go by DraftKings if that's okay with you, Campbell. Okay. Uh, I have it at, at 11. Uh, that's fine. I'll take so, 11. Yeah. I'm going to lay the 11 with Cleveland. Just like you said, that line was shady. It doesn't make any sense. I think uh, you look at the Lions. They they won their Super Bowl last week in a tie uh, against Pittsburgh. And you know what? They might get this first win the next week against Cleveland. But analytically, statistically, Cleveland's the better team. And they have something to play for. And I think Detroit kind of exhausted everything they had last week. So I don't know if they're going to be able to 
keep up that effort for two weeks in a row. Uh, Cleveland obviously just put up a dud. That game was over by the second quarter, so I feel like they're going to have a little bit more motivation to put on a good performance. So um, I'm going to lay the 11 with Cleveland. Uh, Campbell, how many units are you going to have on uh, Detroit? Uh, I just just want one unit on that team. One unit. Okay, so am I. So head-to-head, baby. That's the way we like it on Bet with Chet. That that, uh, allows for a lot of trash talking throughout the week and into the weekend. So we will see what happens uh, with this matchup. Alex, do you have a play in this game or any thoughts? No, I I don't because, you know, Chubb is still in COVID protocols. They actually – and they – Something must have happened today because it sounded like Kareem Hunt was coming back for this game. He's still out. They're just an injured team. The I mean, Baker's hurt. Both running backs are hurt. Um, they're a better team anyway. But, I mean, I, I don't want to give a feel for it because they don't have their guys. So, I think the injuries make me stay away from this game. Yeah, I do believe uh... – Mayfield is likely to play. He did not practice today. I think they're just giving him rest with that knee contusion, which is just a fancy word for a bruise. So uh, there's no structural damage or anything like that. Uh, The Browns were kind of in this situation uh, about a month ago when they played Denver on Thursday night. And uh, obviously Mayfield did not play that game. I think it's probably going to be a similar situation here. I think they're going to kind of rally the troops at home. If it was a road game, I'd be a little bit more concerned. But, um, yeah, looking at the injury report for both teams, I mean, this looks like a like a mass unit. I mean, it's going to be pretty ugly, but uh, we'll, we'll see I'm not what too happens. worried about the running backs of Cleveland because with Cleveland, you could pretty much plug in anyone at running back and they're going to be getting 100 yards. Yeah, it's that's true. The Baker Mayfield injury that is making me think that Detroit's going to keep this one close yeah and, and from from what i read last week and you can correct me correct me if i'm wrong they they took mayfield out i believe he could have gone back in the game they just kind of took him out because of the you know the nature of the way that game was going and they right. didn't want to risk it so i mean i don't know is is he at 80 percent? is he at 85 percent? is a 100 percent case keenum better than an 85 percent baker May, mayfield they're probably about the same so I don't, I don't, maybe this point spread is closer to 10 if it's Case Keenum, but I don't really see that much of a difference between, between the two quarterbacks and their play right now. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I mentioned it in my, I, I thought the point spread should have been closer to 10, if not under it. Um, when it I did. Saw it, yeah. It opened up, I think, at nine and a half, right? Yeah. When I saw it go from uh, opening, yeah, nine and a half, 10 even going up to 11, I was like, this is not going in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. And, and when, yeah. when, when, I'm get, when I'm getting the more points, I'm going to take the more points and ride with it. I agree. I think a little bit of this line move is probably due to teaser protection. You know, a lot of six and seven point teasers that people were trying to get under a field goal. And now you're at that weird 11, 11 and a half range. So I mean, now you got to do pretty much a 10 point teaser if you want to get under a field goal. And then, you know, that obviously the more games you pick, the the less chance you have of winning. So All right. we'll we'll see what happens. But um Alex, let's go to you. Let's get the first fade of the week. Alex, okay, are you there? Okay, we're not going Alex. <laughs> can you hear me, Alex? They are um can you all hear me? Yes. Um, now we can. Oh, now we can. Sorry. Sorry. 
Uh, yeah, I don't. Here's a line I don't understand at all. Um, team is terrible. They're a sinking ship. They're bad. The only problem is you have to bet on Miami on the road. I have no problem doing it. I'm taking Miami. Three units oh. on this game. Three <laughs> units on this game. Don't call it a comeback. But we're going to make some aggressive, huge plays this week to get back on the board. Is this your best oh. bet? No. No. Wow. <laughs> Alex is playing catch-up. I love last week, Alex. is like, <laughs> you got to know how to yeah. spend your units. You got to be you gotta be smart. You can't put I'm all the your opposite, eggs in the basket. I'm the, op- I'm the opposite of Camby. I love the board this week. I may risk 20 total units. We'll see. Oh, oh man. <laughs> You'd be a great Jeopardy player. Oh, my goodness. I don't know where you are in the standings. Okay, any more uh, rationale for this pick, or do you want us to comment on it? Well, they're going with Joe Flacco. You know, Miami uh, – I just think Miami's going to beat them up pretty good. I think the Jets play their best games when their opponents are expecting a bye week, which is why they got those two upset wins. But I think when teams show up for a dogfight, like this might be, right? Like Miami knows if we're going to win any games, we've got to win this one. A division game, too. I, I think the Jets' true colors are going to come out like they did last week a little bit. And um, taking Miami, three units. Wow. I, I loved that you picked Miami because I am going with the New York football Jets. Oh, my and God. I, I am going to take the three and a half. Uh, it's pretty much a situational play. You know, the Jets coming off a blowout loss. Miami coming off of a Super Bowl caliber win against a really good uh, competitor. They do have extended rest, Miami, but I just think this is a really good fade spot for the Dolphins. Um, I like that they're starting Flacco. Obviously, you know, the Jets quarterbacks, they're all pretty much trash. But based on Miami's complex defensive schemes, I like that they're putting the veteran quarterback in there. At least that gives them a better chance. Uh, to kind of see what's what's going on with Miami on defense. And you're giving me the hook. Um, I even like it in a teaser. I already have it in a teaser. So I really like the Jets this week. I'm going to put two units on the New York football Jets. They're going to win this game outright. And uh, they tend to do well against uh, competition at home as dogs. It didn't work out last week against Buffalo. But they were facing a really angry Buffalo Bills team that lost outright to the Jaguars the week before. So I think it's a step down in competition for the Jets and uh, get the cover, probably get the win here. So, uh, Campbell, any thoughts on this game? Uh, I mean, the heart's going with the Jets, obviously. The head knows that the Jets have screwed me out of so much money this year that I'm just not even touching this game. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you. Okay. All right. So no play in this. Uh, any lean or uh, um, just a straight pass? I mean, it's just a straight pass. But obviously, like I'm rooting for the Jets this game. Okay. Uh, Campbell, second play. Week second 11. play. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints at Philadelphia. New Orleans Saints get two points. Um, I think. This is like one of the games. This is one of the games I'm just playing based on the spot of the game. I think New Orleans sitting at five and four, more desperate to stay in the playoff race, uh, coming off that tough loss to Tennessee. Philadelphia coming off a pretty easy win against Denver. 
I think New Orleans is going to come out tougher. Um, it was a game that, honestly, I thought New Orleans is the better team and probably should be the one favored. But if they're getting points, I will gladly take them. So I'm going to take New Orleans Saints one unit plus two just based on the spot. This is going to be a really interesting week because it's going to determine who goes up and who goes down. I'm going to take I'm going to take Philadelphia minus two, and I'm only going to put a unit on it. Uh, so this is interesting. A lot of head-to-head matchups this week, but that makes for for good fun. Uh, I you know I definitely see where you're coming from, Campbell, with this handicap. Saints, you know, analytically definitely the better team. I just kind of like what this Eagles team is doing right now. You know, very close to beating L.A. at home. And then they obviously go on the road and beat Denver outright. Uh, this is a really tough game to handicap, but it's more it's more fade on the Saints uh, than it is back in Philly here. Although I think Philly has a legit chance to make the playoffs uh, as a wild card. So the Saints, like you, like you mentioned, they put up a really, really Uh, the Titans the week before, so uh, I typically like to fade those teams, especially when they have another road game coming up, and they put in a lot of good effort the week before. I think Philly wants to put on a good performance in front of their fans after having a really good road win against Denver, and they're going to come back home where they lost the last time. The cover here, I think they're going to win this game pretty easily. Uh, not that it's going to be a blowout, but I wouldn't be surprised if they win this game by. 10 to 14 points. I'm going to put a unit on Philadelphia. Alex, what do you think? Uh, Staying away from the game, I would never bet on Philadelphia. They're just too inconsistent. I don't love their talent, really. I don't love their quarterback. Um, Obviously, New Orleans, you know, you have have Trevor Simeon, so who knows what you're going to get out of that. But, you know, the the Eagles, too, I I don't trust that coach. You know, the coach will just – there will be games where you look up and they rush the ball five times and there are 54 offensive plays into the game. And you don't know when that dud is coming. And the Saints have a great coach. So I think the coaching advantage is huge on New Orleans side. I think the need is on New Orleans side. Um, you know, the Saints played really well against the Titans last week. They, they really pushed them as hard as you could. So – yeah, I mean, I think I'm with Campbell on this one, but I'm not putting anything on it because I don't trust it that much. But I would probably lean New Orleans here. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that the Saints are you know, on the better end of run defenses in the league. So that's one thing that could go in Philly's disadvantage just because the Eagles have run the football very well the last few weeks. They actually stuck with it against the Broncos and had a lot of success. I think Jordan Howard looked pretty good against Denver. And uh, they had some success against uh, the Chargers as well. But uh, we all know the Saints. This game might come down to Jalen Hurts through the air. Uh, So we'll see how that works out. But with this short line at home, um, uh, like Philly there, but I definitely see uh, where Campbell's coming from with the Saints. Um, Is it Campbell's third game? Alex, Alex, second game we need. Second game. Okay, Alex, good buddy. It's uh, mine here. Still not my best bet, but we're doing a four-unit play here, Chetty. You excited? <laughs> we're doing a four-unit play. This I love isn't... the I, I love this game. This isn't your <laughs> best bet. No, no, it's not. No. He's going we're all going... in. He's no, split... we're going. <laughs> yeah, we're going hard in the paint this week. 
Um, which, you know, for those listening at home, I would just say, you know, when you love the void, get after it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to, all, to all of our listeners in Germany, I apologize. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm oh. going with Dallas against Kansas City. Oh no! For four, yes, for four units. Um, four units. Four units. I like Dallas in this game. I like them talent-wise. I think Dallas is a top-tier NFL team. I think Kansas City is the upper end of the second tier of NFL teams right now. I think Kansas City looked great last week, but I do think the Raiders are just lost. I think the, you finally saw the, the roof cave in on the Raiders last week. Um, so I don't put too much into that game. I think the problems that were there are still going to be there. Um, you know, Dallas isn't going to be stupid and put man coverage on Tyree Kill the way the Raiders did. Hard in Dallas. I like Dallas a lot. Not my best play of the week, but yes, it's a four-unit <laughs> play on the Dallas Cowboys. Man. Lock it up. Campbell, should we, should we give him the three, Campbell? I'm seeing two and a half. There is one three on the Hard Rock, hard rock uh, Sports betting app that I use. Let's give him the three. Sure. All right, let's do it. He deserves the three. He needs the three. So we're getting aggressive. That's a big number. All right, uh, Dallas plus three. Campbell. I, I spent yep. a lot of time wavering on this game. Uh, to me, I feel like Dallas is the better team. I feel like Kansas City needs the game more, though. I totally feel like Kansas, I feel like Kansas City right now has to be playing every game like it's a playoff game. Um, they're in that that rough of a start to their season has put them kind of in desperation mode. Dallas is still sitting on a four game lead in the NFC East; like they're sitting pretty. Um, I, I don't think I mean, I'm not touching this game at all. Just because I couldn't come up with a side that I liked on it. Uh, each time I thought about the game, I liked a different side. Yeah. To- totally agree. Totally agree. No no, uh, no play in this game. Uh, not e- Maybe a slight lean to Kansas City. Just because you-, you spoke about Kansas City being the more desperate team. This They do need this game more. I mean, the, the-, <laughs> the Chiefs don't have much room for error at this point in the season. Like you said, Dallas is a four-game lead in the East. And it's against an AFC opponent on the road. You know, if you're going to lose a game, it's going to be a game like this against a non-conference opponent on the road. Uh, if Dallas does win this game or cover, man, that, that says a lot about them. I think it says more about them than it does Kansas City. Uh, but I just think Kansas City is going to want to put on a good performance at home after actually winning a game that they should have won against uh, Las Vegas. But uh, not. I don't even like a teaser in this game. The, the total is too high. I think it's at 56 and a half now. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a game where the Kansas City defense shows up. I, I think they're going to really, really shut down uh, Dallas's running game and put a lot of pressure on Prescott. I think they get after him this week. I'm not saying it's going to be a, a, a blowout, but I think this is going to be a game where the game ends and you're going to think Kansas city is back. Like they, they played a complete game. They're a force to be reckoned with. They're going to be playing well going into Thanksgiving. I'm not going to say think, they're going to, you know, I think, uh, I think Kev's back too this week. I think, uh, Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to be. The running, the running back that Alex talks about every week. And then he goes against the Chiefs <laughs> when he comes back. I like Dallas. 
I like that. That's going to be a hashtag. We got to get that trending on Twitter. That'd be amazing. Hashtag I like Dallas. (laughs) All right. We are on uh, Campbell's third play. All right. My third play, I am going to go to the Carolina-Washington game. Um, I like Washington here uh, getting three and a half. I think think this game is too evenly – match teams. I know Carolina is going to have the emotion of uh, Cam Newton coming back to the home crowd for the first time. But I think even without Chase Young, that Washington's defense is going to be able to hold them. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a field goal game. It could go either way. But if I'm getting that hook, I will take the Redskins for one unit plus three and a half. Can't argue that. I, I was really close to think, taking Carolina. That'd be funny if we went against each other on all three games. But uh, I decided to stay away for the reasons you said. Uh, you know, I, I think it's easy to just lay the three and a half with Carolina, saying Cam Newton's coming back home. It's the first home game. He's back in front of his fans, and they're going to put on a good performance. But I, looking at Washington and Carolina last week, uh, there's no – there's no doubt that Washington's victory over the Bucks was more impressive than Carolina's victory over Arizona with a backup quarterback and without uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I think <laughs> that there's no doubt about that. Do you guys agree with that, that Washington's victory was more impressive? Yeah. Yeah, well, so automatic. I, I don't understand the line movement, right? I think this line opened at Carolina minus, minus two. two. Yeah. So what, what justifies this going to three and a half? I, I don't think and it does. Here's the biggest selling point for me. Who better to know Cam Newton and his abilities in Carolina than Riverboat Ron? It's true. It's true. You know they're going to want to want to win that one for for Riverboat Ron, no doubt. So uh, I can't argue getting the hook there. What's the total in this game? Just looking at it, I think it's around forty three. Yeah, so low total game. Uh, can't argue with that. I think I think it's going to be a really tight game. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins outright. You got one unit on this, correct? One unit, yes. And then how many units on the Saints again, Campbell? Uh, one. It's been it's been a one, one unit one unit show for me so far. Yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised this week isn't isn't that good. Uh, okay, so I am on my third pick, correct? Uh, fourth. Fourth. Okay. Yeah, you, you got Philly, the Jets, and the Browns so far. You. That means you, I got to give my third, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Gotcha. We are going five. Five units deep. Best bet? Nope. On this game. He's going three, four, five, six, seven. Five units. And a game I love against a team I've enjoyed fading, and I don't think I've gotten it wrong yet this year. I am betting Pittsburgh against the Chargers on Sunday night. I still am not a Herbert believer. I think people are slowly coming around to that fact that he is nowhere near what people thought he was. Um, Pittsburgh, well-coached team, going to need the game. <laughs> Chargers have no home field. I mean, you know, I don't, don't like – I really don't like much about the Chargers, to be honest. Um, you know, they barely skated by the Eagles. I like Pittsburgh in the spot, like them in this game. I bet – I don't know if Ben's coming back or not. Yeah, that's how I'm looking up right now. Keep talking. I'll try to, try to find yeah, out. But um, even if he doesn't, I like the defense to get some turnovers, get some sacks, disrupt what Herbert wants to do. T.J. Watts, I think, out, too. 
and I'm going hard on Pittsburgh in this game. The line opened at three, and it's gone to five and a half, so I'll take every bit of that five and a half. I may need it all, but I like this game for Pittsburgh. I tried to look. I tried to look up Big Ben uh, update and on Google, and you know what popped up? Uh, the clock in London. Apparently, they're doing yeah, some right. construction there. So, uh, <laughs> I put in his actual name. Uh, says there's an opportunity to play, but uh, I don't think anybody knows at this point. But uh, that's obviously something we want to be watching throughout the weekend. Because if it's Mason Rudolph, you got to think this line is going to approach seven. So. Uh, Campbell, any thoughts in this game? Yeah, I agree with what we said at the beginning of the show. Fade Alex. <laughs> I would definitely take the charges minus 5.5. Is this a play? Um, no, this is not a play. This is just a lean. I would definitely take the, lean the charges minus 5.5. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense is very injured right now. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to stop Justin Herbert. You're Looking at possibility being without T.J. Watt, possibly uh, at, without Minka Fitzpatrick, um, and then possibly without Big Ben also. Wait a I minute. Just... You know what? You know what? Hold on. Hold on. I got to pull a <laughs> swerve, Chetty. <laughs> oh, jeez. I have to pull a swerve. Are you ready? Yeah. Chargers plus, minus five and a half. No. I'm calling this game off. This game will no longer be one of my five. What? Are we, are we allowing this, Campbell? Oh, I mean, did you know Minka was on the COVID list? Or are you just learning this now? Or I'm just learning report? this now, so we're yeah. gonna go ahead. <laughs> well, do you want to think? Of, do you want? Do you want to think about it? And I'll go over my my next play. No, we'll, I know what I want come to back do. to you. Oh, no, I know okay. what I want to do. <laughs> okay, what do you got? Cincinnati, same price five. <laughs> Cincinnati against Vegas. Um, <laughs> Vegas a dumpster Vegas fire. You week. heard me allude to it before. Yo, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm kidding. Go ahead. No. Oh, okay. Well, you know, look, you basically just need the Bengals to win the game. Bengals are a better team than the best version of the Raiders were outright. You're seeing a bad version of the Raiders now. The Raiders lost to the Giants, which should be illegal. They got massacred by the Chiefs last week to the point where everyone thinks the Chiefs are back now. It's a Raider fade. It's a little bit pro Cincy, but it's more a Raider fade. I think this is the last time you'll get Raiders in a pick em. So I will go with Cincy in that game. Five units. Thank you. I love how it took him 30 seconds to make this pick. And he's putting five units on it. Five units. No, no, no. I, I like that game before. It was my fringe. Oh. It was, it was my it was my COVID backup. Oh, okay. No, I okay. I respect that. All right. Yeah. Uh Cincinnati will give you plus one. Pretty much a pick 'em. So Cincinnati right. minus one, I think. Oh, is it minus one? Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. That does matter. It could be a push. Isn't it amazing that we haven't had any pushes with any of our picks? Uh, so far. <laughs> Knock on wood. I mean, it's, not, it's yeah. not very surprising since by the time the games are played, the lines are in a completely different spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. All right. Well, I'll go to my fourth play. Uh, hold on. Before you go to your fourth play, I'm going to jump on that game because I'm in the Cincinnati game also. Oh, ah, okay. Um. I am taking the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> plus one best bet three units. Oh, oh no. Best bet. Best bet for three oh, units. On the I Raiders. Think the, I think the I think they're in the better spot coming off a blowout loss. I think they are in a tighter 
they, I think they have the better chance at being in a tighter division race than the Bengals do. And I think they need to gain more. And they're at home as a home dog. All reasons to take the Raiders. So I'm going to take the Raiders plus one for three units. Best wow. bet. Okay. I did not see that coming. Let me make sure I put best bet down so we don't forget. I like you to know three and be your best I'm bet. Three and two and, I'm three and two in best bets. So we're going to stay on the winning side of it. I, like I love the competition. I like, you know, Camby, your best bet is my lowest wager this week. <laughs> well, I mean, some of us are trying to stay in the positive. Some of us are trying to get the triple-digit negatives. Yeah, we'll, we'll, see, oh, we'll see where we're at next week. <laughs> Alex is going all in, baby. I'll be sending you some hinds. You'll need to catch up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go to my fourth play. Um yeah, I'm gonna. I'll say my best bet for last. Uh, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to go to the Colts at Bills game. Uh, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts plus seven and a half. I believe it's still at seven and a half. Um, there are a few sevens out there as well. Uh, give me the hook, guys. Come on. Uh, I'll take Colts plus seven and a half. I'll lay two units on that. Uh, the Bills are the better team. Uh, I, I like the situation for the Colts though. Uh, Colts kind of let up a little bit in that game against Jacksonville still won the game, but I think they kind of took their, their uh, foot off the pedal a little bit. Uh, so I think the Colts definitely, maybe we're looking ahead to the bills in this game a little bit. Uh, Buffalo coming off of a blowout win, obviously against the jets. Uh, I think this is way too many points. I was surprised that it got to seven. Uh, I think it opened at six and a half and then it's up to seven and a half. Now I think that's way too many points. I think the Colts, have a good enough defense to keep this close. I think we could have have another outright uh, outright winner here in Indy. Wouldn't be surprised if they won the game. Um, one concern I do have is that uh, the Buffalo Bills have a really good run defense, and the Colts love to establish the run with Jonathan Taylor. So this game might be put in Carson Wentz's hands, and you know what Carson Wentz does every week. He throws up one of those ducks that makes your uh, heart skip a beat. So we're probably going to get that, but if they could weather the storm, if it happens early in the game, if they weather the storm and they could keep this game close, I think worst case, you have an opportunity for a backdoor cover. I, I still think the Colts have a really good shot to win this game. So I'm going to take Colts plus seven and a half, two units. You guys have any thoughts? I, I don't have a play on this game. Um, the line is pretty much right where I think it should be. Um I think Buffalo got the scare put in them by Jacksonville to where they're not going to be taking anyone lightly anymore. I think Buffalo is still the team to beat in the AFC. I just don't know if – I mean, I think the Colts are a good team too, though. That's the thing. And I think that they can keep it within a touchdown. So it's a game I want to stay away from because I think Buffalo definitely has the talent to make this a blowout, but I think – the Colts also have the talent to keep it close. So when I'm that undecided, it's a game easily to stay away from. You know what this probably is? It's probably one of those games where if you tease either way, you're probably going to cover. You know what I yeah. mean? If you, if you tease the Colts up, they're probably going to cover 14 points. If you tease it down to Buffalo just to win the game, they're probably going to – you know what I mean? So it's probably going to yeah. fall somewhere in between 1 and 13, 14 points. But – you know, hopefully, I, hopefully it just falls in that middle range so the Colts get the cover, but we'll see. Uh, Alex, any thoughts on this uh, Colts-Bills game? 
been tough to figure the Colts, you know, been they're just so inconsistent week to week. I mean, you know, we're saying this about a lot of teams, but basically besides a handful of teams, the performance you're getting each week is just so – the variance is crazy this year, you know. It really and is, yeah. Indianapolis is just like a prime example where, you know, one week they're looking like they're 35 points better to the Ravens until they go on a prevent defense. And then the next week, you know, Carson Wentz is throwing the worst pick sixes you'll ever see. It's a scary team to bet on because of that. Um, but, you know, the points make a difference here, right? It's at minimum. It's out in the worst spot. It's a touchdown. So, yeah, you know, I, I like where your head's at. Not something I would do this week. But um, let's not act like anything I would do should be a red flag for anyone. It's a good thing if I'm not following you. But, <laughs> hey, uh, well, we all have bad weeks, so. It's like we spoke about in the I'm gonna past. Be, I'm going to be the leader of this pod after this week. Oh, well, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but <laughs> okay. That's a bold statement from uh, double-digit Del Vecchio. Triple D, I guess is what oh, we go yeah. by now. Um, all right, so let's go to uh, – are we on Alex's fourth play? Fourth yes. play, best bet. Six units, won't go crazy. Six oh, units. my goodness. Best, best bet of uh, not the year for me. You know, I still like some, <laughs> but I am huge on this game. Oh, boy. Huge. The New York football Giants wow. plus 11. I will take that all day. I follow the Giants religiously, and I promise you this much. The Giants at some point on Monday night, in the middle of that fourth quarter, you will think the Giants are going to win that game. And you know what they're going to do, Chetty? What? They're, they're going to find a way to lose that game. But they're not going to find a way to lose it by 11 points. The spread's too big for me. Um, defensively, the Giants match up well with this team. Um, it sounds very much like Saquon's coming back. So this will be kind of the first time Saquon, Galladay, Tony – Ingram, everyone plays. It's, we haven't had that all year. I think this is going to be the game that happens. Okay. Um, the Bucks are a little banged up defensively. The Bucks looked bad last week. I don't think the Bucks looked bad because of effort. I think they just didn't play well. I, I, I think, you know, teams hit this rut sometimes where for a month or so they just look out of whack. That's where I think you're getting the Bucks right now. Um, you know, the Giants, I mean, they got – they got destroyed by the Rams, but besides that, they tend to find ways to keep these games close. They kept, they should have beaten the Bucks last year. You know, the, the Giants had a um, a seven point lead with Danny Nichols going interceptions every other place, so it's a good matchup. Um, I just, I really like the spot for the Giants to lose a close one. I, I don't think there should be an eleven point dog here. Like if it was ten, maybe, but nine and a half. But eleven's a little too much. Take the Giants. All right. Uh, yeah, definitely a game where it's going to be crucial to look at the injury report uh, throughout the week. I did read that Richard Sherman was placed on injured reserve with that grade two calf strain. Not that he was having a huge impact uh, for the team, but something to note. And then uh, Antonio Brown and Gronkowski probably all going to be questionable this week. Uh, the Bucks did avoid major injury uh, concerns, I guess you could say, with Vita Vea, their uh, defensive tackle. So, uh, just a slight MCL sprain, which might keep him out a few weeks, but uh, we'll see if he can get back on the field uh, pretty quickly. Campbell, do you have any thoughts on this matchup? Um, I mean, I think if there's one team that Brady wants to just put a hurting on, it's the Giants. 
don't really yeah. know what the Giants had kept him from in his career, and that's two additional Super Bowl rings. I think. I mean, I think the Bucks are just a lot better than the Giants. Um, I think this is about going to be about a twenty-one point game, and yeah. I'm excited to see Alex lose six units. <laughs> T- I, 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 the thing is, like, Brady's never gone up top on us. Like, it's never happened. Why would it happen now? Like, he looks like he's in the middle of a, you know, like last year around this time of year, his, the Bucks started to play pretty have, bad. I don't think you guys have the D-line that you usually have to put the pressure on Brady. Which you know what? From so, I, guess, I mean, then I guess, you know, it was a Monday night game last year in Tampa. It was the same spot. And the Giants just played really well. And – Maybe I'm putting too much on that, but the Giants didn't have Saquon in that. If Saquon's back, the Giants are going to come out flying off a of bye week. So you just got to think they'll at least give you a good first half. Again, the Giants will lose this game. Make no mistake, everyone. The Giants will lose. But I don't – I've never – and maybe this is just my Giant fan self. I've never, like, been in the fourth quarter of a game losing to a Tom Brady team by 30. It's never happened. <laughs> it's not a team he plays well against. You know, sometimes that just happens. So, again, they'll win – but I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna cruise. I think Giants gonna give you a really good effort this week. Yeah, there's no doubt that the Giants getting back Barkley and a few other guys. It's definitely gonna make a difference. But just to, you know, to to uh, be clear, that's already built into the line. You know, so if if Barkley and them were not gonna be playing the thirteen and a half, probably. So uh, I don't think any I don't think this line's going to move uh, much leading up to to Monday night. Maybe uh, you got to think Tampa Bay is going to be the public team, but with the way that Tampa Bay played last week, you might even get some public money on the Giants as a double digit underdog. But um, I don't know, e- easy pass for me. I just don't know what I'm going to be getting. Uh, but I lean to Tampa, but definitely not going to be playing this game. Um, so with that being said, let's head to Campbell, right? For your fifth play. I would like, I would like to challenge Campbell to do something right now. Can I do this Chet? Of course. Campbell, you just said Tampa is going to win the game by 21, which is 10 more points than you need. (laughs) Why not go ahead and just go head to head with me, Camby? Oh boy. Not a game that I have had a play on. (laughs) The I passion thought, wins, everyone. I Alex thought won this. I thought you were going to ask him to do a reverse pleaser. <laughs> and lay like 24 and a half. Sounds like a Valvinus finishing move, Chad. I don't know. <laughs> there, there's, two, there's two games I really like this week. One was the Raiders, and the other one is going to be this game. Let's it's, hear it. I really like the Packers oh. laying two and a half oh. at Minnesota. I love Chetty's reaction because you know Chetty's in line. You know Chetty knows what the Sherps do. So you know when he laughs and howls like that, that he knows that, like, this is against common um, betting I, theory. Well, no, like, it's I because it. I, took, I took Minnesota plus two and a half. I think I mean, Rodgers does fairly, does fairly well against Minnesota. I think he's beaten six against Minnesota in his career. I think now that – he has the top record in the NFC. He's going to be fighting like hell to make sure the playoffs go through Green Bay this year. Um, and I mean, let's let's call it as this: he got a lot of flack for missing 
that game because of COVID. So he's got a chip on his shoulder right now. I think he's going to come out, air the ball out. I think they're going to just pass all over this Minnesota team. And I think it's an easy play, Rodgers, for the victory two units. You know, I'll say, too, the Packers have a couple of the best wins this year where, you know, the Packers get into games – where they're not scoring, and they find ways to win those games. You never saw Rodgers' teams used to win games like that. The game against the Chiefs where they won, the game against um, the Seahawks. You know, you get into these defensive throwdowns that the Packers can win. I mean, when have you ever said that about the Packers while Aaron Rodgers is there? So I, th- I think I'm starting to, especially if the Rams keep slipping, Camby, I might start agreeing with you. We're like, you know what? The, the road to the NFC may be going through Green Bay. Oh, I, I think so. Um, I think Green Bay is a relatively easy schedule for the second half of the season. So I, I definitely think that they're one of the front runners. Um, I think they're going to be tough to beat in Lambeau if they do get the, 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 the buy and home field advantage. So we'll see. I'm, I was trying to look up to see what Aaron Rodgers' uh, record was at Minnesota, um, but I'm having trouble finding that. So why don't you guys keep talk and Alex give your thoughts on this game a little bit while I try to find that stat you know Minnesota is a Minnesota is a, is a weird team too though they're, they're very well coached I really like Zimmer um you know Green Bay's off a huge game last week this is a road spot this is a game Minnesota needs to have it's a reason I'm not playing it the Packers though you know like Cameron said they have some impressive wins you just wonder if they can keep stringing them together but you know they beat um, they they beat Arizona, didn't they? That was them. Yeah, they yeah, did. I mean, yes, they beat Arizona, and you know more impressive than that, they're winning is just how they're winning these games. You know they get into these games where the Packers can't get a first down, and it's been really impressive. The one thing I would say for this game is, you know, sometimes when you have a two-headed running back, which the Packers have been using with Jones and Dylan, sometimes it works great, but sometimes. When you go to the second guy who has to carry the load, it doesn't work the way you think. And then all of a sudden, those fourth quarter runs don't quite hit the same way. Then those close games at the end might turn. This does feel like that kind of game where it'll come down in the fourth quarter. Aaron Jones injury, this does feel like a game it could impact. So I would, again, I'm staying away from it. But I do like Campbell's general theory. Um, but, you know, it's a one o'clock game. That's where Minnesota thrives, Campbell. You just got to fade them in fine time. So. Do you guys remember the uh, year that Rodgers tore his uh, – not tore – that broke his clavicle, his collarbone? Yeah, yeah. Was that 2017? What was oh, that? Oh, the number year. Oh, that I don't know. Yeah, because that was at Minnesota. That's why I don't – you know, I'm I trying to throw was, that game out. But I thought it was farther back. I thought that was a, I thought that was like 14 or 15. It might have been because I don't want to skew these results because I know he probably missed a game or two. Uh, at Minnesota, but I, I see that he has an overall record at Minnesota of seven and six, so around five hundred. So uh, an overall record against Minnesota of fifteen nine and one. So uh, pretty successful overall, but um, at Minnesota not as successful. But obviously there are a lot of factors that go into that. But yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm going to take them plus two and a half. It's more of not yeah. not, not not a fade on. <laughs> No, I was serious. I'm really thinking that was my last play. Uh, I love Minnesota in this game. I think they showed me a lot last week with, you know, them losing that tough overtime game 
to Baltimore, putting their heart and soul into that game. I would expect to fade that team. I was actually thinking the Chargers were going to win that game against Minnesota, but for the Vikings to play the effort and then the next week go on the road across country and beat the Chargers outright, that was a huge upgrade in Minnesota. And Green Bay's covered seven straight games against the spread. So worst case, maybe Green Bay does win this game. I think it's going to be really, really close. Field goal game. It could sneak into you know, one of those situations where Green Bay scores early, the Minnesota gets a couple field goals, and then, you know, either Minnesota wins by two or Green Bay wins by one. I think it's going to be one of those matchups. So I, I love Minnesota in this spot. They they need the game more. Not that that means everything all the time, but uh, Green Bay is obviously an upper echelon team. They're probably going to get the first round uh, by, get the f- first round by, get the first seed. But uh, I, I like Minnesota at home here. I think this, this is one of those shady lines again. I'm, curious as to why this isn't at three so i think minnesota could be a decent teaser option as well but uh i'm gonna put how many units i'm gonna do well campbell how many units do you have on green bay Uh, i put two two okay uh i'm gonna put three units on minnesota best bet best bet bet. so three out of our five games we're going head-to-head That's, um, I'm, and just to clarify folks we didn't we do not discuss these games at all before the podcast so this is the first time that something like this has happened so it's going to be a make or break week for 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 one of us we'll, we'll see what happens but uh and then alex obviously trying to catch up whoa 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 axel has his fifth game he's gotta give i have a I, fifth game four units okay four so this is not the best bet, right? The Giants were your best bet? Giants, I love the Giants plus 11. That's okay. a real one, too. That's a, that's a finger on the pot. I would be stunned if they could not lie. get beat by that team. I feel, com- I feel even more confident in the Packers now that Chetty made Minnesota the best bet. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. But, that's guys, th- this Party. one was almost my bet- best bet, and I'm very surprised that it hasn't come up. Um, the line opened at six. It shrunk. You're getting a team off a 10-day layoff off a horribly embarrassing loss with a great coach and a great quarterback, Baltimore minus four and a half. I mean, it seems like it's on a tee. So I'm just going to go ahead and swing. I'll take the Ravens in this game. Um, you know, that was an embarrassing loss they had last week. That, that's not the effort they normally give. They have a great coach. He's probably been killing them all week. They have a very prideful quarterback. He's probably been killing himself all week. Um, Chicago might look at this like a measuring stick game, but, I mean, Chicago is not in the same stratosphere as Baltimore as a football team. Baltimore desperately needs the game. I think this is a very likely game to be 17-20. I love Baltimore in this spot. They were almost my best bet, but the line kept switching between, like, four and six and five, so I'd rather take the Giants with a lot. But I love Baltimore in this spot. This Love them, love them, love them, capital L. Um, Surprised they never came up. I thought someone would have beaten me to it. No, yeah, this line, uh, there is still a few four and a halves out there. I'm seeing a five and a half, a five. We'll, we'll give you, um, what did you say, four and a half? We'll give you four and a half. I appreciate that. Yeah. I need, I need every half I can get. Yeah, no, I, I agree <laughs> with you here. I think, uh, I think Baltimore's the right side here. I really do. I think you're, you're buying low on Baltimore, so to speak. You know, if, if Baltimore would have beaten Miami last week, this game is probably closer to six and a half, maybe even seven. So I think this is a perfect buy low spot for the Ravens. How many units do you have on this? Four. Four. Okay. So the best bet was the Giants at six units. Wow. Alex, this is going to be a make or break week for you. 
Alex has 22 units on the screen. <laughs> Folks, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800. <laughs> Look, 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 I love the. I'm the opposite of Candy. I love boards like this week. You know, it was um, a lot of small lines. It was a, a huge one. Whenever my best bet, my giant sinking. You know, I'm gonna get aggressive there. I very. I like this board. Probably okay. my favorite board of the year. So no, I. Man, the funny, the funny thing is, even if he goes five and zero, oh, he's still only at plus six for the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Campbell, let's hear your teaser for the week. What do you got? Right. I I loved Baltimore in the teaser, but um, doesn't really follow my philosophy right now. Um, so I'm going to go with New England. They're laying seven right now, so I'm going to drop them to minus one. And I'm going to pair them with 49ers against Jacksonville. Uh, I see them laying six, so that's going to go straight to a pick em. So, New England minus one, San Francisco pick em, six-point teaser. Both teams should win. And basically all I have to do is have them win. Not much to cover. All right. Patriots minus one, 49ers pick em. Uh Campbell, do you by any chance have your record with teasers this year? Um, with me. Just let me bring it up real quick. I want to. I want to start keeping track of that as well. Oh uh, no, I, I've been keeping track. Okay. Um, so my record on teasers this year is three two and, and two. Three. Two and three. Okay. Two and three, and then you both are one and four with your teasers. Yeah. And talking about teasers, it's they have definitely not been as successful as as years past. I remember when I really started getting into sports betting with the NFL uh, about three years ago, man, it seemed like teasers were a sure thing every week, man. And you were getting, you know, minus one ten with a six point teaser. Mm-hmm. Now I'm on my online uh, betting app. You know what a seven point teaser costs? Minus one fifty. 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 It, the books, this is strictly just them protecting themselves. They want you to lay more juice because they know the teasers have such a high success rate, but it hasn't been the, the case this year. You know, it isn't, it isn't, they've been trying to, um, you know, I, I listened to a podcast with a, a guy, a bookmaker for the win in Vegas, and he actually said that the, the best way they protect themselves for teasers, they're making these lines so damn big. So, you know, the best value right. to counter that is taking some of these points where, like, you're plus nine where you used to be plus six because the, that's how they're trying to protect themselves. So right. a lot of inflated lines both ways just to accommodate these teasers because ever since gambling went to the apps, you know, all of a sudden you got mainstream folks who like, you know, sweating a few games but putting a few bucks on it. Teaser is a great way to do it. So it's been, Right. Uh, Very true. And this year you're seeing just a lot of these games, seven, seven eight-point spreads, where the underdogs are just winning outright. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're seeing just a lot more parity this year in the NFL. For sure. That's why I took – I did a – I'll just go and get into my teaser. I took the Colts plus 14 and a half. I did, I'm doing a seven-point teaser because I think that line is inflated, and I'm doing the same thing with the Jets. So I'm going to do a seven-point teaser, Colts plus 14 and a half, and Jets plus 10 and a half. That's an actual bet I put in, so – uh, seven point teaser, and I'm one and four. You said, so I'll just write that down as well. Uh, Colts, Jets, Alex, teaser of week eleven. Teaser. I am going with Baltimore for a teaser, and I am going with 
the New York football Giants as a teaser. They'll be my two. So for the Giants, it's actually a big number to hit. You get to plus 17. For Baltimore, it goes to minus four and a half. Now it'll be plus one and, one a, and half, a half. Right? Yeah, it'll yeah. be plus one and a half. Yep. So, you know, um, you know, works for me. I, you know, the teaser I haven't hit once, you know, so, <laughs> you know, last week I tried the long formula. It was my worst week of the year. So we'll just go back to doing what I like doing, you know. He hates, he hates long. <laughs> I, I just want long. you to know, Alex, according to my 21-point prediction, your teaser's still not going to hit. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Yeah, well, <laughs> we may have to have a side oh but By the way, I'm just doing the long sport because before we went on, I said Brooklyn was the best NBA bet of the, of the year tonight, and they're up by 20 with a minute left in the second quarter. You could have cruised to some bucks there. Cruising. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, week, week 12 is obviously going to be interesting because you have the Thanksgiving games, so – uh, you look at some of those teams that are on are on a short week, so, like so, Vegas so, and Dallas. So, Chetty, programming note: we can have this talk on the air. In theory, with so many Thanksgiving games, don't we have to do this on Tuesday next week? I think that's what most of the shows do. Yeah, I think we should, just because we don't want to be doing it on Thanksgiving Eve. I know a lot of us are going to be with family and and things of that nature. So, yeah, yeah be, we we get you for yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be working. That, that that's what we do here in the streets. <laughs> 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 no, Tuesday's fine if you guys want to do it for that. Does that um, work for you, Camby? That works for me. Uh, yeah. yeah, just because there's three games, and I think, you know, you, you got some big teams there, so it might be best to do it Tuesday. Yeah, that's it. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving games, we got Eagles, Giants, Bucks, Colts, and Falcons, Jaguars. What oh. games? Oh, no, I'm sorry. What? I was looking at the wrong date. Um, you're looking, <laughs> you're looking at Bears, Lions, <laughs> like Raiders, Cowboys, Raiders, Cowboys, and Bills, Saints. Man, Detroit and Chicago is going to be a barn burner. <laughs> that should be good. Now Vegas and Dallas will be good, games. and then Buffalo <laughs> and the Sa- Buffalo and Saints are. That's really an intriguing matchup. Uh, looking at those lines, uh, you got Vegas as a seven point dog at Dallas. Uh, we'll see what happens. I don't want to jump the gun, but I would almost eh, maybe not. I if you go off the theory that Dallas is going to have a great game against the Chiefs this Sunday. I don't think I'd lay a touchdown the next week with them on a short week. I, I, I wouldn't either. That, that, that's a huge yeah. win. If they win at Kansas City, I would definitely lean Vegas there, especially if Vegas doesn't cover the spread. Uh, they're going to be in a v- much desperate situation. So I definitely would yeah. like Vegas in that situation. Uh, we shall see. Yeah, definitely. Anything Packers, catch your eye for week Packers, 12? Packers, Rams. Yeah, that line uh, surprised me. It really did. You see it? One and a half, Green Bay. One and a half, yeah. That's that's short. That is short. Bucks Man, I will I will tell you this right now. Everyone stop driving and pull to the side of the road. It is a freaking travesty that the Giants are plus three in a game where they want to freaking kill that team by 50. Do you know what the Giants' motivation against the Eagles is next week? They're plus three at home. At yes. home. The Giants-Eagles having the exact same season. They're the same team. So why wouldn't the Giants be favored at home in a game where you know the Giants want to kill them? I mean, the, everyone, the whole fan yes. base, is that that's the Giants' Super Bowl, and it's not even against a good team. It's against the Eagles. And you're getting points? There's a lot that of market. The there's, there's a lot of that market might be respect. That the first 20-unit play. 
there's a <laughs> there's a lot of market respect for Philadelphia. It's kind of been that way almost all year. Think about that game that they had at the Raiders and you know against the Chargers. Uh, for some reason, you know the market has been in support of Philadelphia. They might be getting ready to turn it around here. I I think they're going to make a run here. And coming from a Cowboys fan, I don't know. I just I get a weird feeling with how easy their schedule is. I mean, we could we could quickly look at Philadelphia's schedule, but it they is are one going zero and two against the Giants this year. Book it. Wow. The Eagles know they have a mission, and that mission is to get me sushi. Yeah, I'm well, look, telling you. The, looking at looking at their schedule, if they win this game against the Saints, then they are at the Giants, at the Jets, Washington, Giants, at Washington, and then they close with Dallas. So they get the Giants twice, the football team twice, and they play the, the Jets. So if they can get this game against the Saints, they are going to be in prime spot for wild card spot. The Eagles are not winning week 12. I promise you. Okay. All right. That's a money line. Bet the farm. <laughs> Do you guys have any closing thoughts for uh, week 12 before we, we call it a day? Uh, week 12 is going to be interesting, and I think we're going to see Sorry, week a 11. lot. We're on, we're on week 11. Well, you know, it's a dark week for me. I hate week 12 because – We're on week 11, sorry. <laughs> when the, oh, oh, so you asked for next week or this week? This week. Oh, no, I've spoken about this week already. <laughs> next week though like next week it does pivot once you hit the, the Thanksgiving game you start to see the end in sight don't you like it, it starts to be like we're getting a little late in the year you know and then yes. and I'm telling you nothing makes time go faster than an NFL schedule it feels like it was week one yesterday <laughs> you know like, now it's Thanksgiving you're going to blink it'll be the wild card round You'll blink, it's it'll a, be the Super Bowl, and we'll see you in the offseason. It's it crazy just feels how weird. it works. It just feels weird this year that you're still going to have teams on bye weeks through week 14. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's where – I can't believe – I can't wait for the wild card Monday night football game. What a competitive advantage it is for the other team <laughs> that isn't that's playing on true. Monday. <laughs> like, I hate that so much. <laughs> like, hey, the Manning Castle. But you're telling – you're going to make a team – in a playoff game bloodbath, if the road team wins, you're getting home Tuesday morning at 7 a.m., oh. you know? And then you got to play Sunday against probably a one or two seed. Right. That's it's, all about the money. it's all about the yeah. money, man. Yeah. All about the money, Mr. Goodell. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. This is going to be a make-or-break week for, for Triple D, if he can get back in the running here against Campbell and I. Uh, it's going to be a tight race going into the second half of the season. I have a good feeling about Alex this week. I think uh, the ah. football gods are going to be on his side. And Double-digit gonna... Delvecchio didn't take any double-digit favorites this week. I didn't. That's very true. I, yeah. I like the board. Double-digit dog. I, I like the board in different ways, yeah. Okay. You, well, you can't box me in. I'm an artist. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, all our picks are in. We will obviously discuss them next Tuesday night uh, leading into Thanksgiving. And uh, a lot of head-to-head stuff this week, specifically between Campbell and I, which makes for a lot of conversation and a lot of trash talking. So it's going to be an interesting week in the National Football League. We will see you guys next Tuesday night. One Happy day thanks- early. One just, day early. Happy Thanksgiving. Just one last congratulations to – I mean, both of you. I mean, Chetty, you just got engaged 
few weeks ago. Alex, you just got engaged this past weekend. So just yeah, you know, congratulations what? to both you guys. Yeah, you know, once, once Chetty happened, it was just such a life wake-up call. Like, what am I doing? I mean, oh. Chetty beat me there? I mean, jeez. Are you, know, you I had a, kidding me? No, now I'm, ki- I'm no. kidding. I've had the ring since July. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, all the pressure is on you now, Campbell. And I mean all of the pressure. So you got to find your sugar mama. Let's do this thing. I mean, that's allowed me to focus on the football. That's why I'm in the lead. <laughs> that's why he's in the lead. <laughs> Uh, that that might have some truth to it. Oh man, <laughs> she is not listening to this, which is a good thing. <laughs> no, yeah, that appreciate it. So a lot of uh, exciting times ahead. But uh, if you guys have nothing else to add, uh, we will see you guys next Tuesday night for Week Twelve of the National Football League. See you guys. Adios. See you, everybody. See ya. Ah!